We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. From the studios of WFAN, this is Mike Son, Francesca on the fan on the 15th day of April. Yeah, tax day. And uh, in this state, I'm on the tax cut for everybody. I can tell you that much. No complaining. But boy, it was for uh, some of us, it was a little ugly here this month. Uh, the tax laws did not work in our favor. Let's just put it that way. It didn't work in mine, that's for sure. But hey, it happens. What can you do? Um, you know, there are events. And, and, and let me take this in stages because it's funny. A lot of people get uh, very upset with the master's and the master's way. The master's way of being pretentious, which it clearly is. The master's way of harnessing the announcers, which it clearly do. The master's way of wanting everything to be very reverent and, and have a special tone to it because of the way they think of their event. But the things you can't take away are, number one, they run their event with the precision of a uh, Swiss watchmaker, which is why they made the brilliant move yesterday morning to do what they did and go early in the morning and go front and back, 10 and 1, and with threesomes so they could get that in before this violent storm came through there. So, which was a brilliant idea, which gave you that show rather than it happening on a Monday. And also, the idea that this event never, never disappoints. There's just some events that don't, and this one is set up not to disappoint. And you know on Sunday that you're going to get to Ray's Creek, and no matter what's gone on before that, things are going to change. And yesterday, you got to Ray's Creek, and everything, everything changed. I mean, Francisco Molinari had, for two days, put on a performance of scrambling, of just clutch putting, Chipping, pitching, that was just un- unbelievable. And then inexplicably hit the ball in the water. But not just that. We watched four out of five players on the lead hit the ball in the water. We watched Poulter do it. We watched Kepka do it. We watched Finau do it. We watched Molinari do it. And we watched Tiger be smart enough uses course management, uses great knowledge of the sport, uh, of the of the course, to know where to put the ball safely. And that turned out to be an enormous play in the game. And then Molinari, of course, made another mistake on 15, making a bad pitch and then hitting the tree with his third. And that was the end of it from his standpoint. And then Tiger kicked in. At that point, Tiger's moving, you know, he's moving along yesterday. Guys are in, guys are out, guys are up, guys are down, guys are trying to get close, guys are not... And he's moving along. You know, he's got a bogey here and a bogey there. Then he bogeys 10. If the bogey, I think he bogeys four and five, then he bogeys 10. 
And you're saying he's hanging in here. He's playing it smart, patient, you know, doing everything. He's hanging in. But then all of a sudden it kicked in. On 15, it kicked in. And then on 16, that's when the champion came out. Now, on 18, he got a little shaky-legged. But on 16, the champion kicked in and made a, a shot. And he's he was spectacular in his iron play on this weekend. Got himself out of trouble so many times. He's behind a tree, he hits it on the green. He has no shot, he hits it on the green. I mean, I, it's amazing how he does that. He didn't make every putt. He didn't hit every fairway, but he scrambled unbelievably, and his iron play was spectacular. And he hits it in tight on 16, makes the putt, makes his drive on 17. 18, like I said, got a little wobbly, and lucky Kepka missed a birdie putt on 18. Otherwise, from where he was on 18, his second shot, that was going to be very hard for him to get a par. Luckily, he didn't have to worry about it. He got a nice, safe five and went on to doing something that, let's be honest, he didn't know if he would do again. The golf world didn't know if he would do again. None of us knew if he would do again because it wasn't like we waited a month or a year. We waited almost a decade and a half from the win at the Masters, 13 years. Over 10 years from the win a major. This wasn't a week or two weeks. This was over a decade of frustration, of walking off the course, of looking awful, of quitting, of having to come back, of fighting. And two years ago, you heard Fowler tell a story. Two years ago, he went, and that night he had to take a nerve blocker just to get in the car to go to the championship dinner. And he told him that night at the championship dinner, I'm done, my back's shot. That was two years ago. But he made it all the way back. And it's a funny thing. Not everybody's always been a Tiger fan. I've sat here and I've taken as many pro-Tiger calls as I've taken anti-Tiger calls. And rightly so. He's been, a, at times, a divisive figure. This wasn't a guy who, like Ben Hogan, got in a car accident. This was a guy who threw his life away with both hands in a reckless display of, you know, outrageous behavior. But what America loves is they love a success story. But what they like even more than that is after that fall from grace, they like a comeback even more. And now this has become one of the great comebacks in sports history. There's no way around it. This guy was at the depths. This guy, it looked like, had thrown his life away. Now, it wasn't like he didn't have money. He had more money than he could ever spend. It wasn't about money, but he had thrown away his family. He didn't have his father anymore. He didn't have his wife anymore. We know he had plenty of girlfriends. But he couldn't get his game back because he couldn't get his back fixed. And he finally went and they did this fusion on his back. They got some of the leading back doctors in the country together, of which one I know. And they consulted and they came up with this, guy in Texas came up with this fusion on his back, which somehow worked. But his preparation still with his back is so extensive. I mean, he had to get up to play that match yesterday at 3.30 in the morning just to get himself loose enough to play. This is not an easy ordeal for him on a day-to-day basis. And it shows how, makes it that much more special that he's able to do it. And I'm sure there was doubt in the most ardent Tiger fan. I'm sure there was doubt in Tiger when they turned for home yesterday. 
because you know what? It had been a long time coming. He'd led tournaments and failed. He'd led tournaments and collapsed. He had missed a shot here or a shot there, and there are so many good young players now. I mean, the challenges are everywhere. And it's not the same. Remember, this is not Tiger 15 years ago who was one of the most dominant sports figures of all time. This is Tiger now who doesn't scare Bruce Kepka, who doesn't scare Dustin Johnson or Justin Thomas. He doesn't scare those guys. They know they can play with them. They know they can out-hit them. They know they're as good or better than he is. But on a given day, he's now proved again he can finally be a champion. And we all waited to wonder if we'd ever see that moment again when he'd stroll down 18, dressed in that red shirt. Now, this one was the one he decided to wear. You heard the story during the week about him going back and seeing that he wore this crew neck shirt, which was no longer made, which have they've busted the, the computers trying to sell in the last 48 hours. But... um he had a made for this week, all different colors, including the red for Friday, because this was what he wore the last time he won at Augusta. So turned out to be good luck. What turned out to be better luck was having Kepka going to water on 12 and Molinari going to water on 12 and Molinari going to water on 15. But Tiger played well. 13 on this is a representative score. He played well. And when everyone else collapsed around him, he stood right there and he made his shots. And he gave golf an enormous boost. There's no, there's no way to even estimate how big a boost he gave to the game of golf. And with the golf world getting ready to descend on our area here and on Long Island in the next couple of weeks, out of Beth Page Black, I mean, it's going to give the game an enormous shot of adrenaline to have Tiger Woods coming here now. And people, I'm guaranteeing someone's going to bring it up. This could be the year Tiger wins the Grand Slam. Hey, you don't know if Tiger will win another major, no less, winning the Grand Slam. I saw someone this morning say, oh, now 25's in way. 25 what? Before anybody thinks of 18, you got to get to 16. It took 11 years to get to number 15. He's 43 with a bad back. He's made it back now to prove that he can be a top player on the right day. Doesn't mean every day. Remember, he's 43 also. And as he said, I'm not the same guy I was when I was 25. I'm 43. 43 takes its toll normally. 43 having gone through what he's gone through with the back he has. Makes it even tougher. But now he's done what we hoped or dreamt. And I'm telling you, there wasn't anybody anywhere who wasn't rooting for him. Did I think he was going to win? I didn't think he was going to win until he hit the shot on 16. Because I've seen him lose too many times. I've seen him throw it away. I've seen him lose. I, I wanted to see him last through 18, four rounds of 18 holes before I believed he could win again in a major. And until he hit that shot on 16, which put him two up, then I knew obviously it was going to take a lot from him. There was no one really left except Kepka. And I, didn't, I thought, you know what? He should be able to get home now. But it was 
whether you like Tiger, don't like Tiger, and I understand some of you don't, and that's fine. No one has to love him. He made his own bed. But you know what? It seems like he's learned some lessons. It really looks like he's a good father. It looks like he's learned some lessons about some of the stuff that he went through and that he's better about it now. He's more open now. Tiger's never going to be warm and fuzzy. He's not Phil Mickelson. He's never going to react with the crowd that way. I mean, the crowd was going crazy as he comes off the course yesterday. Phil would have been high-fiving both sides all the way down, but Tiger doesn't do that. But you got to remember something. Tiger's been like Elvis Presley or the Beatles. He has been led to believe that people are threats and scary because the security around them is so insane. I won't even get into how insane the security around him is, but it's insane. And that's how he's always been led to be sheltered and sequestered. And I think you can't blame him for some of that because he became a world figure and world figures are different. They have to be in this crazy world we live in. Now they have to be Phil can go jumping into the crowd. They worry about Tiger jumping into the crowd. It's a different world. It just is for him because he's Tiger Woods. Phil's big here. Tiger Woods is big everywhere. They know Tiger Woods in every, every nook and cranny of this world. That's how big he is. Yesterday, this wasn't a golf event. This wasn't a sporting event. This wasn't an American event. This was a world event when he won. This news went around the world. He was on the cover of newspapers in every corner of the world today. Because it's an international game and he's an international figure. And you know what? The Masters just has a habit of delivering and boy did it deliver this time. I don't know if you go back to Jack 86. This was reminiscent. This didn't have the drama of Jack's 86 because Jack played so incredibly well on that back nine to win and come from behind. Tiger basically just had to hold off and let the other guys make the mistakes. And they did. But watching him and watching what we saw at 18 and linking it to what we saw back that first Masters, when he shot 40 on the front nine and then shot 30 on the back nine and left the field for dead the rest of the weekend. And Jim called it, you know, one for the ages or whatever he called it that day. And then to have it finally come full circle. It was better that it was the Masters because the Masters is what fueled Tiger when he was a little boy. The Masters is what has probably fueled him in the dark days where he was, uh, where we never was, were giving him a thought, where he wasn't in anybody's eyesight or on anybody's headlines or in anybody's stories, and he was alone with his thoughts and his pain and his workouts and his, you know, desperate, you know, pleas to try to see if he could just find a remedy for what was ailing him. And there was a lot of time, remember, there were a lot of times we watched here as he walked off the course. And there were a lot of times where we shook our head and said, hey, it's never going to be the same. 
And finally, we've seen improvement, and now finally we've seen the final step. And, you know, yesterday is why, is why we like sports, because nothing else produces what, except sports, what we saw yesterday. Because you couldn't, you couldn't sell it to somebody if you, if you wrote it. No one would believe it. That kind of incredible story can only be true. And when it's someone as big as Tiger who has gone to the heights that no one except the very few and the very great reach, and then to depths that we can't even understand, and now back to the height of winning Augusta at the age of 43 with his kids watching, with the world watching, that fifth green jacket, and finally, after all these years, Finally, as he looked at Joey LaCava yesterday and said, and remember, Joey LaCava is a guy who was with Fred Couples, who gave up Dustin Johnson's bag to go with Tiger and has basically spent year after year on the sideline waiting for Tiger to be Tiger. Finally, I felt good for him yesterday, too. Joey's been someone I've known for a long time. He's come into this show and sat in that studio many times. Now, with Tiger, he's not allowed to talk anymore because that's part of the rules. He's just not allowed. You know, he can't come in and talk about Tiger. He's not allowed. But that's just part of the deal you make. Uh, But I thought about him yesterday because that's been a long time coming for him, too. So I felt very good for him and very good for Tiger. I I don't know Tiger from a hole in the wall. I've only met him once. But you know what? To make it all the way back was an incredible achievement. It really was. He was, at his best, he was as good an athlete. He was, I'll put it this way, he was as dominant in his sport as anybody we've ever seen in their sport when he was at his best. Now, he'll never be that again, but he doesn't have to be. But what he was yesterday was good enough to finally, finally win another major. And now, we'll see where it takes him. Your calls when we return. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.